Hello, this is the Journey Told Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination. To find the journey in every step of the road, the highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs, it's in that, it's in those moments that is beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. It's Samantha Gibson. She's a graduate from the University of Georgia with her bachelor's degree in psychology, a minor in women's studies, and her master's in clinical social work. Her background in the community ranges from everything uh, dealing with mentoring uh, to work with sex trafficking and domestic violence. Most people have become familiar with Samantha, Samantha publicly for marrying actor and singer Tyrese Gibson. She's a mother to a beautiful toddler, a Christian woman who hosts a popular weekly Bible study and a fitness influencer. Please help me welcome Samantha to the show. Samantha, thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell me just kind of how has it been in your world? How have you been adjusting to life right now during the, in the midst of COVID? It has been quite, COVID has taken me on quite a ride. Um, it's been a lot of different uh, things that I've had to get used to, things that have changed in my life. So, I mean, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a spiritual journey. If anything, it's been a spiritual journey. And when you talk about the spiritual journey, um, is it more of the fact that no one knew that obviously COVID was going to occur? It hit. And then here we are. And how do you maneuver through? I was in Los Angeles at the time. And um, it's lo- I don't have any family in Los Angeles. And so, um, I mean, my obviously at the time, my, my, my spouse was there. I was there with him in our family and stuff. But it was very um, challenging to be stuck in my home base. Like my family is in Atlanta. And so to be away from my mom, to be away from my, you know, my stepdad, my dad, my brothers, um, it was very, very, very challenging. And I almost was trying to figure out um, where God was in all of that. Um, And so it was a very tough thing for me, um, which forced me to kind of, want to get involved and really understand my spirituality, my faith a whole lot more, which that's how Miracle Monday even started was that, that whole thought process. Tell us about Miracle Monday. I follow you on Instagram. I'm a fan. You are, every time I'm scrolling through, I'm always seeing something powerful or inspirational from your page. Tell us how that got started. So honestly, I was doing a, I was doing something with an old friend of mine, um, uh, Leticia. And she, I, I remember telling her about, we were doing a show or a thing called what women want for a while. We were doing it like every Monday or I don't even remember what day it was now, but anyway, nonetheless, we were doing it every week. And at the time, um, I had, I remember told her, I was like, I want to do, like, I put in my stories, like, I really want to do a Bible study. Like, I really want to do something like, I wonder if anybody's doing like a Bible study online that I can join because I really want to like understand my faith, understand the Bible a lot more, read the Bible more. And she was like, well, you should start one. We should do it together. And I said, well, I don't know if we should start one because we're not, we're, we're both in the same spot. We don't really, we're trying to learn more. We should have somebody that is, or I want to have somebody that is already very, you know, is proficient in being able to teach me the Bible if, if, you know, whatever. And so I ended up reaching out to Real Talk Kim, who I was like, would you want to do an online Bible study, Instagram Bible study with me? 
And she said, yeah. And that's how I knew it was like a God thing. So we basically came up with a time is very quick. Um, uh, Tyrese came up with the name and that's how it started. It was um, Miracle Monday. That's so beautiful. Speaking of Tyrese, um, recently you guys put out a joint statement stating that you were divorcing, which went viral. How has the public process been for you accepting and dealing with um, all that comes along with that once you mention that you're divorcing or divorcing your spouse? Um, I think it's it's a lot harder. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot harder um, in a public space to um, go through something like that, um, because, um, especially when your relationship has been public, um, I think people have a different level of attachment to you with that person. And it can only, they have only seen me with that person. And so therefore it's, and it's hard. I mean, it really, it makes it a lot harder. Um, because you know, you have, it's like, obviously you, you, you get, you, you get involved and updated on things and it makes it a lot harder to, to move forward um, in each of our respects. It makes it harder to move forward um, when you have everybody constantly reminding you of, you know, some of a chapter that you're leaving. So, you know, it's tough. It's tough to do it publicly. So what do you do or how do you, how do you, how are you pushing through right now? Um, I think it's just, honestly, my, my faith has been a huge thing. Um, I think that, Divorce for anybody is tough. I mean, it's hard. It's not, you know, we we talk about love and we talk about, oh, is is love lost or is love not a real concept? You, you don't necessarily have to to leave a relationship in any in any line in any realm, whatever you're married, you're dating, whatever. You can leave somebody and still love them. <laughs> you just can't be in that situation anymore, or you can't be with that person anymore, whatever. Where our walks are different. And so I would say that, you know, you really have to lean on you. I've really had to lean on God and I've really had to lean on my family, my friends, um, and really just like pour, get poured into and, and really like get to base level ground zero of building myself back up as a woman and as a, as a mother now, a mother of a divorced mother or a divorcing mother, you know, so it's, it's tough. I mean, but it's, but at the same time, I'm getting to know myself in different ways and I'm having to push myself in different ways that I would have never done in any other point in my life. I've now had to grow as a woman and become much stronger as a mother, as a woman, as like a somebody's future wife, whatever that looks like for me, whatever my journey is, I know that God is using all of this for his good. And so it's really has created a lot more fire in me than I, than I had prior to. Um, so, yeah. Isn't that amazing how life works? Things happen and it's, it, it looks like it's supposed to be a stumbling block and it's horrible, but it's a lot of times it's out of that, that something bursts that's even better. It's it's it, like the thing I, I think I was talking about this last night on Miracle Monday was just like, you know, at the end of the day, um, there's been so many different things in my life that like we can get married to the plans that we create for ourselves. We can get so married to them that we don't allow God to do what he's doing when he's he made the plan. He made the purpose. He created whatever you have within you. That's what I believe. 
Um, and so a lot of times we get so caught up in what we thought things, how things were going to be, how this is going to play out. Why didn't it play out this way? We can get so caught up and confront God about what we thought we should do for ourselves and what we wanted him to do for us. And it's like, he's like, that's not how this works, sis. <laughs> this ain't, this ain't how this works. You, I put you on here for my purpose and you can get lost in what you want for yourself or get so lost into in what you want for yourself. You get mad at God for not doing what you want him to do. Mm. And that's not how he works. He don't work. for. What advice it. would you give another woman who may be listening to this right now, who may be in the same shoes as you in the process of a divorce from a, a celebrity? What mm. would you say, what kind of advice would you give them to kind of help them push through? Therapy. <laughs> Get, get you get get in a good relationship with the therapist. Um, I see my therapist. I'm very big on um, being open about my mental health and mental health struggles. Um, I see my therapist every week. She come to my house and um, we do we do life together and we've been doing life together for eight years. Um, so I believe in a, having a therapeutic relationship. I also believe in um, being being honest with yourself about how you feel. Don't feel like you just got to you know, be perfect and have everything all together all the time. There's beauty in pain. There's purpose in pain. And so sometimes being transparent and allowing somebody to feel that pain and feel that um, you being transparent with them actually is healing for them because sometimes, you know, somebody else just want to see somebody hurting or somebody else just want to feel that somebody else is going through what they're going through on social media. We put on a show yes, and we act like we have it all together. And that this is like our highlight reel and that we're, we're always happy and we always got it. And we always, it's a very it's big ego type of um, environment and it's, it's okay to be weak. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to try to figure things out. It's okay. We don't always have to have it together. And so I would give, somebody else that advice. And, um, another piece of advice that I would give is that at the end of the day, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to make the right decision. You just got to make a decision mm. in every, in everything. You just got to make a decision. Yes. Don't try to, don't put so much pressure on yourself to try to make the right one. Cause a lot of times we put so much pressure on ourselves to get it right and get it right all the time that we, we end up being stagnant. We end up staying in, in this position and we're not moving. And we, in order for us to grow, in order for us to learn, in order for us to move forward in life and take the steps that we need to take, we need to make a decision. Stand, stand, <laughs> take a stand and make a decision. And so just make a decision. How do you stay lifted? How do you stay positive? This, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I mean, um, you know what? I really, I really try, and I'll be honest with you, I try to stay off of social media as I, like in the beginning, I was on it a lot. Um, and you know, it can be very disheartening sometimes, even if it's not even like comments or things towards me directly, but reading other, like you get so engrossed in other people's stuff that sometimes we, we don't even like, we're not even focused on our own journey. We go into sleep worrying about somebody else's journey. We have never even met before. We don't even know this person. We couldn't pick them out in a lineup for real, um, with all the, the filters and stuff. So now, you know, I think that disconnecting from social media is powerful. Um, I think that, that that helps me to kind of stay positive and stay focused on the journey God has me on. Um, I also think my morning routine is what like really kind of gets like make sure my day 
it started off right. Because if, if I don't do that morning routine, you know, Sam ain't that great of a person, you know, without that. So I have to start my day a certain way. Okay, wait, wait. Tell me what's that? What's your morning routine? I want to know. <laughs> so my the first thing I do in the morning is I meditate. I, I have an app called Headspace and I'm on it. And I, I do that in the morning. Like before I even like get out the bed, I do, I meditate. Then after I meditate, I do this thing called priming. And this priming is like Tony Robbins is on YouTube, Tony Robbins priming. And basically you do an arm kind of exercise and then you visualize a very positive space in your life, but a, a, a space or a time in your life that you could be extremely appreciative of, or you can look back and be appreciative of. And then you think of the three things after experiencing that moment, being in that moment, then think about the three things you want to accomplish for the day. So you visualize those things and it's like a mind kind of activity. After I do that, then I go into my prayer. So I pray. um, I pray. I talk to God every morning and um, those prayers like, you know, would be 20, 30 minutes of me talking to God as if I'm talking to my, my best friend, talking to him. Um, it's very, you know, I don't, I don't, now I don't, I know that prayer isn't like, I got to have all the right words to say. I know it's just, I got to just talk. And so it's like me calling up my friend and talking in the morning. And then after that, I do my devotional. And those are the four things I do before I like get out, like get out of the bed. Before I get out of the bed, those are the four things I do. Every single day. Every single day. And how long have you been doing that routine? A while? Probably, probably the last, since the beginning of this year. Okay. So since like January, I would say that I've been doing that. That is awesome. Yeah, I, no, it's great. Yeah, it's the morning it. routine is everything. It, it does. It sets the tone for the whole day. And if you, I do the same, very similar. But if you don't okay. set, if I don't set the tone, mm-hmm. you look up and you're like, oh, 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 what's going on? You And it's too much going on because you didn't set the tone in the morning. That's, That's right. It's crucial. Absolutely. Set your mind and keep it set. You know what I'm saying? And, and I have to, and I'm an emotional person in general. I, I'm very emotional. I can allow myself to get lost in a lot of different feelings. And so instead of allowing the enemy to tell me how, how I'm supposed to feel today or inundate me about what I'm not doing, what I don't have, who's not acting right, whatever that is that can enter into my mind, I've got to set my mind and keep it set on what God has for me to do that day versus what any anything can be introduced into my mind and get me off track. And then I'm not focused on what I need to. Um, I want to dive into your YouTube show that's very popular sure. called I Was Her. Tell us about that show and define her. Are you her? Um, Yes, <laughs> I, I was her. <laughs> and then that's the name of the show. I was her. Yes. Um, So I was her is actually um, an Instagram name I had years ago. And I don't know why, that was probably the wisest Instagram name I've ever had in my life. I don't know what I was thinking about at that time, but um, nonetheless, I Was Her is a show that I decided to do um, because A, I love people. I love women. I love uplifting women and empowering women. That's just something that I love to do in general. But I wanted something where I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to put on airs. I'm not trying to act like I'm better than somebody else. I'm just purely 
giving advice and and not like based upon my experiences. I'm not doing the whole, oh, I'm a therapist or I'm coming from a therapeutic standpoint. I'm not. I'm purely coming from if I was your sister, if I was your friend, this is what I would tell you based upon what I've experienced. And people write in, they ask me questions and I answer them and I answer them to the best of my ability, as honest as I can be. Um, and, and that's 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 the show. That sounds amazing. Um, yeah. So I want to wrap up this show with a segment that I'm calling Tell and Tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. No. What can you tell us about yourself that something that has deeply impacted you that no one knows about? Somewhat of a secret, maybe your secret to bouncing back since we talked about that. What's that? How's your, how, what's your secret bounce back, bouncing back hole? What's that look like? I think a secret that I have for myself um, I definitely buy into um, the law of attraction. I definitely buy into speaking things to existence. I definitely buy into coaching myself through things. You'll find me talking to myself, praying out loud. I talk myself through a lot of things and be like, okay, Sam, look, you can't be just upset about this. You got to do this. Like I coach myself through things. I speak, I believe in the power of speaking things into existence. If it's in God's will for my life, I speak it into existence. And I just continue to like focus my mind on, I try to focus my mind, not on what I see, but what I believe is happening on what I was, what I can't see. Um, even though what I see feels very real and looks very real. I try to believe in what I don't like very much believe in what I don't see. I try to visualize what I want to see. I try to visualize how I want the situation to play out and meditate on those things versus focusing on certain situations that just seem very hopeless. I just try to look at it from a standpoint that's like not in current reality because I can get lost in that and it can feel very hopeless. Um, And I would honestly say, listen, you're going through something and you feel like you want to, you know, like I know a lot of women that are going through, you know, emotional heartbreaks and things like that. It becomes like, oh, you know, they don't they don't feel their best. They don't look their best. There's something about looking the best that you possibly can that kind of helps you pull yourself up from the bootstraps and yes. you're focusing on something else yes. versus focusing on the problem. So I'm so focused on getting in the best shape of my life that I'm not necessarily thinking about all the other things that may not be going right in my life that I can't control, but I can control this. So I focus on like a lot of my energy, not all of my energy, but a lot of my energy into, you know, eating right, making sure I'm, you know, working out, making sure I'm putting my time in as far as being a mom and being present and being there for my daughter, like things that I can control. I try to put all of my energy into those things and not so much energy into things I can't control. Cause then my mind will spin and I'll have an anxiety attack and that'll, that won't be good for nobody. So yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful. If someone is out there and they want to follow your journey, they want to be part of your brand. They want to, where, where can they follow you? Um, so the best way to follow me is Instagram at love Samantha Lee. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, um, Samantha Lee Gibson. So, you know, youtube.com backslash C backslash, uh, Samantha Lee Gibson. I have a Patreon account that I now do, uh, with a, it's a women's support group that I do, um, on a very consistent basis. I'm interfacing with them on a almost by try weekly basis um, called Power Up. It's a women group that I do, um, women's support group that I host and um, 
mediate, I guess you could say. Um, and so, yeah, so Patreon, YouTube, Instagram, you can follow me, Samantha Lee Gibson. You can Google me. Um, but the best way to find all, oh, and I got a fitness program, Be Your Body Goals. Um, but the best way to get to all of those things is to follow me on my social media, my Instagram at Love Samantha Lee. All right. Well, we're going to follow you. Thank you so much for <laughs> joining us today. I really appreciate it. This me. conversation was amazing and you're amazing. I really appreciate it. Well, that is it for this episode of the Journey Told Show. I always want to leave you with a takeaway and with some positive words. And today's words is going to be something from my father, words that he's often told me. And that is to remember to be the best you that you can be. Let that sizzle in your spirit. Until next time, folks.